Madden Luke's Sci-Fi Sanctuary. The year is 3013. The galaxy is scintillating in the mellow light. Two galactic pilgrims seek out vistas in the samurai future to bring forth the unity of the cosmic shaman. Opening the door of the pantheon of mystics, the evil sorcerer wizard powers the engine of science, seeking to forever alter the sacred balance, traveling on effervescent balls of summer fire. This week, Dragon Ball Evolution, Dragon Ball Constipation, Dragon Ball Masturbation. In the year 1984, Akira Toriyama created Dragon Ball, but his vision was never truly realized until Dragon Ball Evolution. Oh shit, the voice fucked up my throat this week. <laughs> <laughs> and here, I was gonna say. Yeah, I was gonna like throw tomatoes at you for saying that, but um, it seems that like nature did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Own. <laughs> yeah, I just said that one. <laughs> yes, this is the end of April Ain't Shit, where we're looking at bad movies. Um, we'll, we'll talk about what kind of bad movie this is, but yes, it's 2008 or 9's Dragon Ball Evolution. We just talked about which year it was. We didn't know. We decided it's best just to say 2008 or 2009. We really don't care. <laughs> I don't even know if it's either of those years. Where have you got that from? I think that's right. Huh, I thought it was actually earlier than that. Now I have to check. No, but... don't, don't. Okay, I'm not checking. There's no checking. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? I'm Luke. I'm Matt. Welcome to our... Sci-fi! Sank? Shoo! Where? Hey! <laughs> You don't normally break it after sci-fi. <laughs> I know. I thought you were going to give me the sanctuary this time. Okay. I didn't get the sanctuary. No there sanctuary. Is no there sanctuary. is no sanctuary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Dragon Ball Evolution. Um, I just watched it for this podcast. This is one where, like, as soon as it came out, the memo went out. Like, do not watch this. <laughs> like, I think it was the opening eye or before opening eye. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I I ne- I didn't really know anything about this. And me and my brother picked it up on DVD for, like, a pound. It's <laughs> like, yeah, fuck it, we'll watch that. And it was... The thing is, apart from some very specific ways it fucks up Dragon Ball, this film is just, eh. Yeah, well, we're going to get It's not that. bad enough to be, like, hilariously shit, but it's not, like, good. Yeah, we kind of chose it on rep, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so, for me, um, I'm not... Sorry, um, disclaimer, I'm not, like, a giant... I'm I'm not in Dragon Ball like nerddom. That's not mm. that's not my particular facet. But um, here's my history with Dragon Ball. I guess in the late '90s, I had a buddy. He'd show up with um, you know boot like VHS of Dragon Ball Z. Right. I think you could see some on American TV, but it was kind of cleaned up. Yeah. So like he had to get the bootlegs because that's where you get Mr. Satan. Yeah. You don't, you don't get Mr. Satan in the uh, broadcast <laughs> version. So we did that. Um, my friend in university, and I lived with him for a while. Um, actually, the, the, yeah, anyway, he, he, he had, like, Evangelion and Dragon Ball posters. So I was living mm-hmm. in a place that was, you know, actively promoting Dragon Ball. And when, and when I lived, married my wife, and we lived back in America for a few years, we got the, the Dragon Ball, no Z, no GT, just just Dragon Ball with a monkey tail. Mm-hmm. And, and we did watch most or all of it. Uh, so, 
and I think that was about the time this film came out. That's why I can't quite remember the date. Okay. So. <laughs> well, I've also got kind of a weird history of Dragon Ball. Uh, like, I was into some anime and video games, right? So I was aware of it. It was part of the culture I was in. But in the UK, it was only on, like, the paid Sky TV channels. So I caught, like, three episodes of its entire run. And each time I caught an episode, it was boring as shit. It was like 20 minutes of Goku charging an attack. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, this is just a show where they have three frames of animation per episode. Fuck that. That's where I prefer the original Dragon Ball with no initials after right. it. Because it did not have these, like, ten episode long battles. But then, um, after that, at some point I decided, oh, I should probably check out Dragon Ball. And I started watching it online. And it is good, right? But there's just a fucking lot of it. Yeah. So I don't think I ever even finished Dragon Ball, let alone got to Z. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I want a monkey tail. Finally, um, my first year in Japan, before I'd found any work, I was just like hostel hopping in Kyoto, applying for jobs. And this one hostel had all of Dragon Ball in English, the mangas. And so for that, like three days, I didn't go outside. I didn't <laughs> apply for any jobs. I just read all of Dragon Ball. <laughs> and totally worth it. It was really good. But yeah. I found it's so much better as a manga and I always bring this up with students when they say, oh, which do you like, anime or manga? I'm like, in the manga, if Goku's charging an attack, it's a, it's a panel. It's a picture. I look at it, I'm like, it's a cool picture. <laughs> in the anime, if he has to charge an attack for 10 minutes, I have to sit and watch for 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, being able, it's a meditation. Like, being able to read it at like a good pace, I'm like, yeah, this is really fun. <laughs> it's like wacky in places. It's dramatic in places. The characters are great. The world makes no sense, but you don't really care. You're like along for the ride. My role in with the uh, actual manga is not in English. Mm. Uh, I moved actually to Nagano the first time in two thousand six, mm. five, six, five, six, one of the six. Um, and the guy who previously had my apartment, the previous foreign teacher there, had cleaned the apartment basically by just shoving everything into the closet. Right. Like, just insane things. But there were there was a box of the complete Dragon Ball manga in there. Nice. Which I think he wanted me to send him back or, uh, eventually. I like, <laughs> left it, dude. I think I did give it back, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, so, when I first watched this film, I was aware of Dragon Ball. Like, I pretty much knew the whole plot from playing video games, not from actually watching it. Is there a good Dragon Ball video game? There's, there's a couple good fighting okay. games. I, I've been through a few Dragon Ball games and always felt, like, underwhelmed. I, I mean, define good. <laughs> like, I want to play it more than five minutes? There, there are some which are really fun when me and my brother just used to sit and bash through it in co-op or multiplayer. They're not, like, great fighting games because the characters are so ridiculously outmatched, right? <laughs> yeah, I saw but something... You have attacks that destroy the planet you're fighting on. <laughs> I think... Yeah, I'm just pretty sure you've seen this. The uh, compare... Maybe you told me about the comparison of Goku and Superman's uh, power levels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, they did a couple of good... I think it's called Death Battle, the YouTube channel. Okay, maybe you did. And yeah, the, um, the, the, they did one very recently. Like, they revis revisited Goku and Superman and they came to a really good conclusion... Just the point of Superman as a character is he's always as strong as he needs to be. And the point of Goku as a character is he's constantly trying to get stronger. Mm. So there is never a situation where Goku would win. <laughs> because philosophically, the two characters don't work that way. Oh, and that's the, the um, what, immovable object and the unstoppable force. In the end, right, but it? it's, it's not. It's the always trying to move object <laughs> and the just God. Like Superman is... I'll just match you wherever you are. Yeah, like <laughs> if, if the story needs him to be this strong, suddenly he's that strong. Well, I, but um, yeah. So 
the tiers of good Dragon Ball media. The manga is top. Then it's Dragon Ball Abridged, which is the YouTube series where they take the anime and redub it and cut it down, and it's it's pretty funny. I guess the character's better than the anime does. By that, do you mean Z? Yeah, but okay. it's, it's called DBA, because okay. it's Dragon Ball Abridged. I don't think they did Dragon Ball. I think they started... They didn't need to do Dragon Ball. <laughs> yeah. Then there's the actual anime, and there's, like, video games. <laughs> <laughs> And then I guess there's this film. No, oh, and then there's that movie from a few years ago that would seem to be a complete travesty. Anime. There was an anime, War of the Gods. Oh, yeah, there's like an anime every year. Oh, oh some, are, of are they, some of them are bad. Oh, they're to the Japanese every year anime. Okay, sorry, no. I, I don't think they're quite like on the Doraemon and Pokemon level where there's literally one every year, but they're pretty regular. Yeah, okay. The most recent one was fairly well regarded because they got like more of the original animation style in there. Yeah. Looked a bit more hand-drawn. I guess the hair the, actually moved. Yeah, in the end, I'm going to have to throw on my lot with Chrono Trigger. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I said Tori Hummer's done a lot of good yeah. stuff elsewhere. I mean, he's done this... this What he did for this is perfect. I'm not going to diss him at all. He did yeah. some cool stuff. Uh, all of what he did with Dragon Ball is pretty but good. I guess this rambling section I've been on, the point was, when I first saw this film, I just thought, oh, that was fun. Mm. And now I'm like... Wow, what a missed opportunity. <laughs> See, this, this definitely isn't in, like, my Ready Player One. I'm, like, full of piss and vile for this film. It's just like, oh, a that's squib. a shame. Yeah. Well, the director is uh, James Wong. He had done the Final Destination movies, kind of trash genre movies that are quite good. The first yeah. two especially are very... I mean, they're fun movies, right? If so. anything, I think that series just gets better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think the more absurd, the better, yeah. right? <laughs> but um, that was... I don't really see where you like. It's live itchy and scratchy. <laughs> I guess there's a logic flow that would take you to Dragon Ball, and that is the logic. I guess it's I just he can do effects movies. Yeah, he doesn't care about putting a plot in, so he'll do what the studio says. <laughs> <laughs> um, shall I try and work my way through what might constitute a plot then? Yeah, engage. Okay, I just I'm owning it now. I say engage. Son Goku is just your everyday high school honky who has also gained deep mystical kung fu from his Japanese grandfather. He's just living that Degrassi the next generation high school life, drooling over fellow student who turns out to be fellow adept Chi-Chi. But after a Chi-Chi party, Goku finds his grandfather dead at the hands of Piccolo, a 2,000-year-old demon bent on collecting all seven Dragon Balls. Once these powerful objects are placed together, the bearer will be granted any wish. Piccolo's wish would be to summon his lost companion, Ozaru. The two of them could wreak some top-gear havoc on the world. Goku aligns with the Dragon Ball-seeking corporate shill Bama and the sage drunkard Roshi, and they all go off hunting Dragon Balls. 
only to find themselves in the midst of an insane kung fu competition that Chi-Chi is attending. Through a series of ensuing unfortunate events, Piccolo manages to collect all of the Dragon Balls, revealing that he himself contains the power of Ozaru. But then it turns out that Goku has that power, but it's corrupting him. Roshi sacrifices himself to bring Goku back to the light side, and Goku defeats Piccolo. With all the Dragon Balls in his possession, Goku dreams a little dream that Roshi can be resurrected, and those dream-fulfilling Dragon Balls make that happen. Dragon, dragon, fuck the dragon, dragon balls deep. What? <laughs> the theme song to Dragon Ball Z in America is just dragon, dragon, rock the dragon, dragon balls deep. See, that's it's very easy to make a dirty version. Okay, yes, that's that's <laughs> balls deep, right? I guess that's where me having like the bootleg VHS of the Japanese versions comes in. Chara, head chara, whatever the song is, yeah. It's been 20 plus years for me and I don't have a song in my mind. <laughs> it, it often plays in Monday Showtime when I go there. Oh, okay. There we go. Yeah, yeah I'm like, I was like reading through my plot and I, even I'm like, did I even get this right? I'm, I don't know. I mean, plot's a strong word anyway. This movie's like Quicksilver. It just like runs through your mind. <laughs> <laughs> like Quicksilver, it should be shot by a helicopter. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's not... I guess it's not that this movie particularly sucks. It's that they made a few... Completely terrible decisions. Decision number one was... Goku. Yes. <laughs> I was actually going to leave that to last, because the thing is... See, for me, that's would primary. would be fine if it wasn't... Like, if they got Goku right, I could forgive everything else. Because Dragon Ball's goofy. This is goofy. That's fine. Yeah. It's not the goofiness that's the problem. I mean, there is a problem that this film is just too cheap to pull off what you want from a Dragon Ball movie. Yeah, I think the only thing that looks right is the actual Dragon Balls look fine. Yeah, they look good. I guess Piccolo's sort of okay. Yeah, almost. He's right. I mean, you still have to make excuses, but yeah, at least you can like kind of you know like in a first X Men movie where you like match that you know, yeah. tie that in with the uh, actual character, trying to ground it and cut sort of missing the point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, Goku. Like, because the thing about Dragon Ball, it doesn't have a great plot or world or whatever. It just has good characters, right? Yeah. But they haven't given us them. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, it, it, it. I feel like it's touchy, but it's like, simply having an Asian actor playing Goku would have done quite a bit. It would definitely have helped. Especially yeah. since his grandfather is still Japanese. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know, I guess he's, he's what, he's a, like a Superman baby crashed or something? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I yeah. guess I guess that's not really an issue, but still. <laughs> and, yeah. and then why are we putting him in this, like, like high school sitcom high school where he never even came close to that yeah, anywhere in the show? Yeah, like, the whole point of Goku as a character is that he's just, like, this weird monkey boy who only cares about fighting and food. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he doesn't know anything about the world till he actually leaves Grandfather's house. Right yeah. here, he's already of the world. But, like, 
So in, often in anime, they do replace the main character with a white actor, right? When they make these live action films. Mm. And it's not always the worst thing in the world because anime characters are drawn based on the Disney style. They're yeah. meant to look like white people. But this guy runs around in a Jeep. But yeah, his name's Son Goku, and he's very explicitly based on a Chinese legend. <laughs> <laughs> based on, like, the monkey god from Journey to the West. Yeah. <laughs> so cast in, like, the most boring white bread leading man ever right. as Goku is just shows that the producers of this film don't understand what they're producing. Well, I, I just, I wrote, you know, this is one where I am going to be referencing my notes, I guess. Uh, you know, Dude, I'm like, a Reiki master, said the white man. Yeah. Grandpa, I need the details on my genealogy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. Like, it's such a small fix, but what, what? Sorry, I don't even, didn't even bother to get the actor's name. It's not his problem. I mean, I get, he does what, he's not great, but he does, he just takes what he works I with. I did used got. to know his name because he's also the son in the Steven Spielberg War of the Worlds. Oh, really? Okay. So, oh, uh, yeah. Okay. I always. The one that just randomly shows up again at the end, right? Yeah, yeah the yeah. one who definitely died in that scene, but somehow he's fine. <laughs> Which uh, you can only explain by saying, well, I guess he's Goku in that, too. Mm. <laughs> ah, there we go. So they had to. It was like, that was. <laughs> Like, we have to get the, the real Goku. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, we have, like, Grandpa cooking racist. Yeah, chicken feet. <laughs> it's like... If we were watching a film from the 80s, those jokes would be a bit tasteless. It was, like, just over 10 years old. Yeah. So, there's just so many incongruous things. I guess they're like, oh, James Wong. Okay, we're fine. He's a director. Yeah. So if, 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 if you are... Of that ethnicity, it's it's not racist, man. Unless it is. <laughs> There's already not that many, like, Asian Americans in, like, film and television. And here you've got, like, the number one Japanese superhero being played by the most boring white guy. <laughs> and barely even trying to play the character. He's Putting just... on, like, a rough half facsimile of the costume right at the end. <laughs> <laughs> He carries it around for a while before that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> and oh, and the other horrible part of um, just baseball casting. Are, are you on, how, how do you feel in step with me on this one? Which one's this? I'm kind of quizzing you to see if we have the same thought. Are you thinking of Bulma? No, just she just doesn't matter. Yeah. No, I'm just saying, oh God, Chow Young Fat, why are you here? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because the thing is, Chow Young Fat's great. So it's bad casting in the opposite way. Like, don't taint him with this. <laughs> no, no, he, he does come out of this, and you're not like, he screwed up, he's fine. But he's just here, and that's depressing in its own right. Yeah, it's like, well, let's put Chai Fat in it, then they can't accuse us of not respecting its Asian roots <laughs> of Fat in it. Okay, I have this on DVD. I was actually at my the, the family house. We did our isolation barbecue, even though... Apparently, we still feel to work, but <laughs> anyway, I like on my own time. I did it right, and um, yeah, I just I found it. I do have it. I got the title down. I think I mentioned this a while back. Um, Kung Fu Cult Master is the terrible English translation. Maybe there's another one, but that is a fantastic Dragon Ball movie. I mean, okay. it's not Dragon Ball. It doesn't have any character names or anything like that. Just right. it feels like Dragon Ball insanity. Right, but even. Like, in Western films, Matrix Revolutions, Man of Steel, like, they have very explicitly taken, like, the Dragon Ball school of fight 
fights, right? Yeah. Like, insanely overpowered, super fast fighting, but still using Kung Fu. Mm. And then they're smashing each other for buildings, they're shooting beams. It's great. I'm watching that like, oh, imagine if they made a Dragon Ball film. And then I'm like, oh, they kind of did. (laughs) (laughs) We kind of referenced it, uh, talking about The Matrix, you know, in Revolutions, like, the fight at the end's completely stupid, but if you just, you know, like, got all the green out and just pasted Goku and, I don't know, Piccolo over them, you were good to go. Yeah, and that's very (laughs) deliberate, right? Yeah. Like, the Matrix trilogy is a homage to anime. Yeah, but in that case, it didn't work. I I think it did. (laughs) It did in in a way. It didn't in that they took the wrong way to upstage the primal battles from the first one. But we're not talking about the Matrix, we're talking about Dragon Ball. And this movie doesn't really have any battles worth mentioning, does it? Yeah, they're crap, man. (laughs) Oh, I... Hold on, somewhere... uh, Oh, right, the the fight... I saw it in your notes, and I actually agree. The fight where he won't touch them at the start. That's good. I love that fight. That was a good fight. (laughs) Although, very not Goku. Yeah. Because he would never not have a fight. No, he'd be like, I'll show you how strong I am. But they, they start this film and the character of Goku is, oh, he refuses to fight even though he wants to. Like, that's not Goku. Yeah. <laughs> but since they put that down, and that is a nice zen precipice, a kung fu thing. Again, right? yeah, it's, it's f- good film. It's just not attractive. The film. master knows to do that. The student yeah. has to learn it. That's yeah, yeah. But Goku already has that down for some reason in this movie, whereas he definitely doesn't uh, Nongar the He anime. literally never does. Yeah. <laughs> does his son get it? His yeah, son, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. everyone else around him grows and learns. <laughs> Goku's just this fucking doofus. That's what's great about Dragon Ball. Yeah, so we have this, like, bland actor of the wrong ethnicity, like, playing Goku actually too smart. Yeah, playing an entirely different character with like, the same name. Because I remember, I, I vaguely remember from the anime, like, Chi-Chi screwing around with him way more, where here he kind of gets it relatively quickly. Well, also, in the anime, it's very explicit that Chi-Chi's into him and he doesn't understand girls at all. Yeah. <laughs> he's We're, like, what? Why do you want me to take my clothes off? I don't understand. He's pretty suave here, right? Yeah. He rolls through all that. Again, because so. they just made him the lead in every superhero film like you said oh why is Goku Peter Parker <laughs> and that's, that's what he is right he's just Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker a few years early So this is Matt and Luke's sci-fi sanctuary. It, this this is sci-fi, right? It's close. It's got an airship. It's. I mean, she's got those like the fold-up gadgets. There's an alien in it. It it didn't really like occur to me until halfway through watching. I was like, I guess this probably doesn't really relate to sci-fi. But then I saw the airship. No no sails, so it's not yeah. steampunk. But uh, I was like, okay, we got an airship. Sci-fi enough for me. But yeah, with Dragon Ball, we did like, Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much most of Dragon Ball is not really sci-fi. It's definitely more, it's more fantasy. Like fantasy, right? Yeah. I mean, I think it is set in like a futuristic place because there is gadgets and stuff. Right. And then Dragon Ball Z is very sci-fi. To the point that the fact that Goku and Piccolo are aliens never comes up in Dragon Ball. <laughs> Goku's just a weird monkey boy they found in the woods. <laughs> and Piccolo is like a demon. <sighs> and then you find out actually they're just both from these alien planets. Mm. But, um, oh, where'd that go? Oh, no, that's the next movie we're doing. Sorry. Yeah, there are... We're going to add a moment. The film does do a few clever things with the anime. Like, um, the way it uses Ozaru 
is really smart. Because mm. that, that's basically from the anime, but they've tied it into like the plot with Piccolo, which is, you know, I, I'm good with that. Okay, uh, you're talking Greek to me anyway. Okay, so, so in the anime, uh, I think it's just, it's not even eclipses, it's just a full moon. Goku turns into a giant monkey and destroys things. <laughs> um, but it's, it's just like used occasionally as a get out of jail free card. But also, um, he killed his own grandpa. Oh, okay. As he, as his as grandpa never let him see monkey. a full moon so he wouldn't become the monkey. Ah. And then one day he accidentally did. But Goku never has any memories of what he does as Ozaru. So it's, it's a, you know, kind of an emotional thing. Um, and then here it's like, I guess because I wasn't that familiar with Dragon Ball when I first watched the film, the twist that Goku was the demon actually was a twist. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, I do remember that. I was like, okay, that's actually kind of clever. I guess they didn't telegraph it as much here, but... Uh... Yeah, but people, that's like, Dragon Ball nerds on the internet hate that shit. It's like, well, Gozar and Piccolo are not a team, blah, blah, blah. It's like, they're trying to turn a fucking 700-volume manga into a 90-minute film. <laughs> I think they did it quite smartly. Is is Bulma just in Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball, like with no initials? She doesn't no, she's, Dragon, she's Bulma Briefs. She oh, yeah, she's in Z. Okay, okay. She marries um, Vegeta. Ah, okay. See, right, that's... no. So here's the thing. In Dragon Ball, there's lots of female characters. In Dragon Ball Z, there's wives. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so she's just thrown into the kitchen, basically. She's in, I, she's she's in a like character. the first arc or two. Yeah, because And she's then def- she's just like Vegeta's wife. Okay, because she's definitely, you know, a character in the first one. I remember, actually, um, when we got the DVDs of that, we were watching it at first. No, we were watching them in Japanese, and right. I think there's subtitles on, of course. But we threw on the, the English dubbed a few times. Have you mm-hmm. ever had the English dub of that? A little bit. Oh, God, it's so bad, because... Um, I've had, no, I watched pretty much all of it in the English dub. Okay, because Goku... <laughs> Goku just sounds like your every, you know, every animated movie kid, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Bama, because she sounds... like a middle-aged woman voice. Exactly, because <laughs> she does sound like a Japanese teenager in right. the Japanese version, but okay. then she sounds like, yeah, a middle-aged housewife in the, in the English dub. I was like, what? Maybe they're just trying to imply that she's not that young because of all the pervy shit that show does to Maybe, her. <laughs> and she's already got that, like, kind of, like, Japanese older woman purple hair thing, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, she, she didn't dye her hair weird in this one, but... She's barely. I mean, she's just kind of. She's just kind of here. She, yeah, she's a plot device in this yeah. one. Really, <laughs> she's just there to hold her device and lead them to the dragon balls. There's no PPP in this one. No pigs. They should have had a pig. Who well, did? there's no talking animals at all. Yeah, yeah. Because they, they missed out all the fun wackiness. But Z like does tone that stuff down as it goes. Yeah. But it's still there. I guess they're doing Dragon Ball here, but they're trying to still like kind of. That's why we get this weird, he goes to school Goku, right? Because they need him to be, like, 16 when he leaves his grandfather instead of 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I can't have the long arc because they don't have years of anime to do here. Yep, so they're trying to have their cake and eat it. They're trying to have Z, but also do the first story in the series. <laughs> oh, oh uh, just quickly referring to the... Um, early fight that we actually liked. I was just like, a little more Three Stooges style Tom Fuckery would have spiced up the fight scenes, I think. Yeah. I mean, the movie's already stupid. They might, if they had run with that a little harder, it probably would have pissed off the fans more. But then here in 2020, we'd be probably enjoying it more. Also, I think that would have been more Dragon Ball. Yeah, it would have. No, Especially just, if we're talking Dragon Ball, not Dragon Ball Z. Exactly. I guess that's the trick with this particular franchise, because Dragon Ball is stupid. It's fantastically stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Z's also stupid, but seriously stupid. And I mean, this, Z still has some fun stupidity, but it also tries to take itself seriously sometimes as well. 
Yeah. So this has to balance the scale somewhat, and it's... Uh, it it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe there's a way to do it, but they didn't do it. Oh, yeah, all the... <laughs> when did Last Airbender come out? Uh, the cartoon... The movie. The movie. No, no, the, I know okay. Avatar is way earlier. I'm talking the movie, The Last Airbender. About the same Around time? Around the same time as this year. Because, man, they talk way too much about airbending in this one. That, yeah, that, which is not from uh, Dragon Ball at all. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of thinking there. Is that, that, I don't remember that. They don't talk that. about bending at all. It's just using your chi. <laughs> and, yeah, I hate, the, I hate the Kamehamehas in this. They look like Hadoukens from Street Fighter. <laughs> in, um, in the manga, I always imagine it as like a beam. It's not fire or anything. It's just like... Cyclops' beams or whatever, you know? It's just, like, power coming out. Mm. But here it's just like, ah, oh, what should we do? Uh, street fire, fireball's fine, that'll do. Well, I just wrote in here, like, no, don't airbend! Also, it's really funny to me because being a bender is means being gay in the UK. Oh, right. <laughs> so all the time when I'm Well, the next this, note, this is when they... Uh, my, these are notes when they're stuck in the hole with uh, the ball you're looking for is right here. These balls. And, and the whole movie seems to be stuck in a hole, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, that guy playing um, Yamcha, he's mm. terrible. Also, he looks like 20 years older than Bulma. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said we got creep. We got to get some creepy stuff going towards Bulma, do we? Yeah, and I guess they just wanted to tone it down with giant fat. Because <laughs> that's like Master Roshi's whole character in the anime is that he's a big old perf. Yeah. <laughs> he happens to be very good at kung fu. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where's... Well, they have him. He's got some bikini magazines and maybe he holds her inappropriately twice, but... They play it way more innocent in this than they do in the anime. Yeah, I, I wrote, Don't die, you haven't gone full pervert yet. <laughs> <laughs> also, that Yamcha guy, that does not sound like his real voice. He's trying to do that cool, deep voice all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do it at the beginning of every episode, right? Yeah, and I fuck up my own throat doing it. <laughs> oh, sorry, what, what was your mantra? You were say, you, you asked me if I referenced in my notes, and I said I didn't. No, it's not a mantra, it's... Kame, Kame, ha! Oh, okay, okay. It's like the drag. Oh, kids do that work all the time. Sorry, the- no, I know. So do I. But <laughs> not saying that obviously uh, or clearly now. But I did write there is an actual mantra. I think when they're making the making the balls work, right? Oh, yeah, like dragon come forth or something. But no, Piccolo does it mm, in foreign. No, my point is that was an actual mantra. Yeah. Oh Nama Shivaya. That's an actual like Hindu mantra that oh, they're wow, in there. Oh really? Yeah. Oh Nama Shivaya. Shiva, right? Yeah. It means like I honor the name of Shiva. Wow, that's weird. They had the villain do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's really fucked up. <laughs> yeah. I used to do a meditation with that man. That's why it stuck out to me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> okay, let's get into a way this film really is fucked up. Like, it just conflates. All Eastern cultures is just the East. Yeah. China, Japan, India. Yeah, you know, foreign. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. This, this one's straight up India. That doesn't fit in a Dragon Ball at all. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's fine for people to hear it. No, um, but just the way this film uses it. It's just like, yeah, just chuck that in, chuck that. <laughs> it's Piccolo using it to destroy the world. Like, I don't think that's what it's for. <laughs> no, that's not what it's for. <laughs> Like I honor the god within you, right? So yeah. that's that's not what that's not what he's <laughs> doing here.
it's hard to talk about the design here because the design is just weird. It's like there's a few things they've taken from Dragon Ball and that looks great. And then they've just chucked stuff in. Yeah. So, okay, the, the, the G looks right, I guess. Piccolo looks sort of right. Oh, I, I moved back to Japan in 2010. I haven't left the country for 10 years. Um, anyway, shortly after I got back, there was a um, Tokyo Eye. It's like the Tokyo documentary on NHK, Japanese National Television for Foreigners. Mm. And there's one, um, they were going into Akihabara. And okay. they interviewed a dude. And um, it was one of the best things I've ever seen on TV. They brought in a dude that goes, oh, a, a, a Western dude, right? Mm-hmm. That goes around all the time in Akihabara dressed as Goku. Okay. And the interviewer just had disdain for us. Oh, you go around as Goku all the time. Starts asking questions like, so, so how often do you wash that suit? <laughs> <laughs> just like, it was great. That's it was just like following him into like pachinko parlors and things like that. And it was just like, they just like, yeah, the host had such disdain for the foreigner running around Akihabara as Goku. It was wonderful i'm sure i've told you about this but i don't know if i've done it on the podcast i told you about the doctor in my hometown i don't think so let's hit it now um, so there's this kid i guess he's a few years younger than me in school and I, I saw him pop up once around i guess around like 2010 and then yeah just he's always dressed as matt smith's doctor like 24 7 just goes around town dressed as the doctor I could like, do he that. looked kind of like him but then yeah he's always wearing like Two or three different outfits of Matt Smith's Doctor, including, like, the um, battle-ravaged David Tennant outfit that he wears in his first episode. <laughs> I mean, let's face it, I show up to work, like, 40% of the time looking like I'm doing a Empire Han Solo costume. Yeah, well, the, <laughs> for Halloween, when I decided to be Darth Vader, I was like, oh, Matt, can you be Han Solo? Could you just wear that anyway? <laughs> <laughs> I got the vest. I, oh, I already had the white shirt, so that was cool. yeah. Fun, yeah. Right. Why don't you wear that bum bag that you wear at, like, a holster all the time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I just Sorry, come in with the, pack. The, the full navy blue and the, and the you know, yeah. silver belted belt, silver handle, not handle, latch, what? Buckle, there we go, buckle. <laughs> Took a while to get to that word, didn't Yeah. You? Also, sometimes you do just dress like a rejected Doctor Who costume. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the, I... I when we went to Okinawa a few years ago, I didn't know what the weather was going to be. So I got like a Hawaiian shirt, then a plaid shirt, and then like Crocs with socks. And... <laughs> like hat, a jaunty angle and a scarf. <laughs> okay. I do want a fourth Dr. Scarf sometime. That'd be cool. That'd be pretty dope. <laughs> um, where were we? Design, design. <laughs> oh, um, some of the effects in here actually I like. Um you know, the, we already talked about the well-blocked fight early on. Mm. Uh, we do lose all gravity once we get to the climax. It just yes. goes into full-on CGI. Yeah, that was... Uh, there's also, there's a few bits where they try and do, like, CGI backgrounds and stuff that do just look real cheap. Yeah. They look like a music video. Yeah, I think people have learned not to do that, except for Marvel movies, since uh, 2008 or nine. When this well, no, they've out. just learned how to do it smart, which is you have a few things on set to ground it, and then you just spread it out with CG. So like when you watch the Marvel movies, they built like a bit of a set and then they just do the background in green and it kind of works. Although I think there were definitely a few bits in Infinity War and Endgame where they're galaxy hopping and it just looked like the whole film was just shot on a green screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's an animation at that point. That's what we were talking about with Ready Player One. Yeah. Marvel does navigate those waters better, of course. But, uh, oh, 
One more design. More money than this. Goku never quite has proper Goku hair. No, it's. When I what? got married, they Goku'd my hair. Nice. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I see, see this. Track, yeah, let's see how I track that down. But it's like they, they kind of like tried and then they just didn't try very hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, we, we put his hair up a bit, but also like he's not got that much hair. <laughs> I realize I'll show you between segments. I think it's actually on the iPad. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, uh, I just, I got married in 2000, before this movie, 2007. But uh, yeah, when I went in, they just like straight up Goku did. And I was like, okay, I'm cool with that. Because I got, yeah, the, I, I got I, it, we did a Japanese style, so I got the wedding kimono and oh, Goku nice. hair. I was like, yeah, that's the way to get married. That's the way to do it. I can imagine you looking pretty dope, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else you want? We talked airship. We talked uh, CGI losing gravity. Um, a little bit of actual proper Dragon Ball. Oh, uh, uh, one more shout out to the balls. The balls look fantastic. You got some nice looking balls, movie. Yeah, this movie's got some smooth balls. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they definitely did that right. Uh, anything else they did right? Uh, well, so I've heard people praise Piccolo in this film. I thought he didn't really do anything good or interesting. He just, he looked reasonably, he, he looked more right than anything else. He reminds me so much of Christopher Eccleston in Thor 2. Who plays Piccolo? Um. Not Christopher Eccleston. No, Spike from Buffy. Okay. James Masters? Marsden? Cyclops? One of them's Cyclops and one of them's this guy. They have very similar names. Okay, anyway, I was, just, I was <laughs> yeah. trying to see if, the, if that was a real Doctor Who connection, but it's not. No, no, it's just that they're both just like, oh, here's a fairly good British actor. Although Spike's not actually British, is he? he just does the accent for Buffy. Yeah. But yeah, here's this well-regarded TV actor in way too much makeup, scowling and not really acting. <laughs> And who can't really do fight scenes, so he just shoots some beams and gets punched. <laughs> oh, this isn't this isn't designed. This is actually back to the actors. But uh, once the credits start rolling, we have my last note. You can look at my last notes right next to you. Ernie Hudson's in this. Apparently, Ernie Hudson's in this. <laughs> the fuck was he? I don't know. Someone under a lot of makeup, I guess, like a henchman. Yeah. I was like, uh, yeah, I honestly, I need to go back and check. Huh. <laughs> Bizarre. Yeah. I just didn't notice, since we just watched him a few weeks ago in <laughs> Ghostbusters 2016, <laughs> where he was really good. <laughs> He's good at that one, yeah. Oh, he was the Kung Fu Master. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> wow, there Wow, that's some weird casting. That is a weird casting. Okay, so we tried to do it right. He was the Master's Master's Master. Yeah, yeah, the flashback to a flashback to a flashback. Um... <laughs> um so go ahead and you can run roughshod now. We we try to be positive and point out the good parts. Um, where did yeah, they go wrong with the design? Is it just too bland? Design wise, yeah. It's, it, there's no. It, this film doesn't have an aesthetic. They just no. It does. Each thing feels like it was designed independently of everything else. Do you remember? At work last week, I told you what I had watched the previous night because I'd actually gotten ahead of the movies. I remember you mentioning, I can't remember what you said you'd watched. Somehow watch this movie, maybe go and watch like several episodes of Saved by the Bell. Oh, you did mention that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's, that, I, I guess the level of high school um, real, realism here is equatable to Saved yeah, by the Bell. Yeah, the high school is a fucking joke. Oh, and just as another extra punch on that, apparently there's a reboot of that show coming out. <laughs> With some of the original actors. Do they just sit in the house and use Zoom? Yeah, well, it was, uh, they, uh, the 
coronavirus actually stopped production yeah, that yeah, for the time yeah, being. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, it's a. Uh, mm. I always like to think of Saved by the Bell as like the prelude to Showgirls myself. But <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming there's like an actor connection. Yeah, yeah, Elizabeth Berkley is in Saved by the Bell as okay. the the smart good girl who gets addicted to like caffeine pills, and then after high school. Just all the stops come out. Because <laughs> she's the star of Showgirls. <laughs> okay. Have you not seen Showgirls? I believe I have, but just when I was like 14 and it was an excuse to see it. Oh, movie. it's such a great movie. Is, is, it, sci- it, uh, is it science fiction? No. <laughs> <laughs> Save that for cheat month, whenever that happens. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like we did Star Trek 2 a few months ago. What's your favorite musical, Star Trek 2? Well, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, my favorite musical is a sci fi. Yeah. Jeff Wayne's musical version of The War of the Worlds. Is that a movie? No. They keep trying to make a movie. And oh, okay. I know it's an album. <laughs> it's a stage production, which I've been to. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's got like a massive animatronic tripod that shoots flames. <laughs> it's dope as hell. And it's got a holographic Liam Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's... If you can find a, a, just like a DVD rip of the live show, then I would be up for covering that. Getting back to the movie of the week, Dragon Ball. Oh, that's yeah. the thing. It's the design. It's not that it's so wrong. It's just it's so bland. You can't, yeah. except for CGI dodginess, which you can say about like a ton of films. A lot, there's yeah, not, there's the nothing theory. really bad to say. It just it doesn't stick for the most part. Yeah, it just it, they don't. It doesn't have any personality, right? And they had so much to work with. Did I, they? Th- I think this film was just if they used Dragon Ball, right? Yeah, I think this film was just made a bit too early. Probably because yeah. like. Eventually, the Marvel movie started showing, like, oh, you can just really stick to the comics, and it yeah. works, right? And we talked about Pacific Rim, where I was like, oh, here's where they're really, like, putting in... Uh, not counting the Matrix. The Matrix is that first, but Pacific Rim was the next big, like, let's put an anime story into a Hollywood so, film. No, there's a film which did exactly what this film should have done really well. And it's one of my favorite films. Can you remember what it is? Um... I'm, I'm almost... Speed old. Racer, man. Oh, right, of course. Speed <laughs> Racer, it even has a white guy playing Speed Racer, but every shot of that film looks exactly like a drawing from the anime. Yes. And it looks... It look, has a lot of style and yeah. design. It's a masterpiece, right? Yeah. Well, on this weird date of but April... I guess it's the fucking Wachowskis, so... <laughs> on this weird date of April 20th, Luke and I still have to go to work tomorrow. 2020, of course. Yeah. April 20th, 2020. Oh, shit, 20, it's 420 today. 20, 20, Man, smoke weed every day. Yeah, last time was Iron Man 2, man. Premier day. Last time was when I went to Amsterdam. (laughs) Mostly I just did edibles. (laughs) (laughs) We arrived. And like the first thing we did, it was my mate Stagadoo. And there's like 10 of us. Stagadoo? Stagadoo. Oh, Bachelor party. Stagadoo. Oh, gotcha. (laughs) Stagadoo would be an awesome name for like a person though. Hey, it's Stagadoo. He's here. Anyway, yeah, I was at my mate Skagadoo stag party. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um, the first thing we did, we like we just got off the plane and everything. We got to go to a cafe and like get some cakes, right? You know me, I like cake. <laughs> so I'm Amsterdam just, cake, yo. I'm just chowing down, <laughs> and I don't know how long it takes for edibles to hit you, right? So I just keep eating them and eating them, and like. Other people are not finishing there, so I'm finishing it for them. Oh, right. And then, like, an hour later, we get to our hostel, right? And everyone else is taking care of business and checking in. And I'm just 
sat <laughs> on a bench looking at the canal for like two hours. <laughs> and then something else very wild happened on that trip, but I'm not telling you that on the podcast. Oh, I, did, I, I believe I've told you this story. I was about to follow that with. Just the, the worst thing that happened to me was we got lost in a convenience store for about an hour. <laughs> and it's like the size of this room. <laughs> I got lost in a Walmart, but that makes more sense. Yeah. We were convinced my girlfriend at the time had knocked over a display. She said she hadn't, but I'm still not sure if she was telling us the truth or not. I got lost in an Ikea as a kid. But they have a plan. You're supposed to follow the path. And you get yeah. out of the Ikea. I wasn't that lost. It's just... And to this day, I'm still a bit pissed at this. My parents told me to meet them at the entrance, and they claimed they didn't. <laughs> and eventually they had to tannoy me to go to the... Like, wherever it was they wanted to meet. Hey, um, I know you don't want to tell your story, but can I just, like, do what I think is a punchline? Go on. Yes. Great. That's the story. You can't include that. Because I've, I've been sworn to secrecy. Oh, shit. Okay. Beep it. Beep it. Yeah, I'll beep it. Beep it. Okay. So, Matt, does this film pass the test of time? I got a memo, like, the day it came out that said, don't watch it. (laughs) (laughs) And I just watched it last week, so I finally watched it last week. I mean, you know, if if, if Dragon Ball is your your geek, that's great. I'm familiar with it, but... I certainly didn't feel the need to go see it when it came out, and I didn't. And I don't think many people did. Watching it here in 2010, it was fine. Honestly, it was fine. Yeah. I wish they had a Japanese actor or, or an Asian actor. Go, you'd be Chinese too. Fine, but had the character at like Goku. I don't Chinese know. Actor might even make I told more you sense. The, the one part of the movie I really liked was him not fighting, which, as we said, is not yeah. Goku. But I, that was my favorite scene. No, in the but movie. he still could have done the same fight and just been doing it to show off. Yes, that would have worked well. Like, okay. I don't even have to touch you. Yeah. Well, like, uh, it just made it more like, more clear, like, oh, my grandfather says I can't, so I'm not going to. Mm, just like, I don't have to touch you because you're all just a bunch yeah. of high school doofs. Because, yeah, that <laughs> scene actually was kind of Goku-ish. Yeah. It's the scene where he won't fight. It's the scene before that where he's like, oh, no, I mustn't, and clenches up his fist and actually, <laughs> like, no, Goku would have just literally punched that guy through a wall. Yeah, the <laughs> hot-headed prick. Yeah. I, I wrote, man, Goku's not here, man. <laughs> yeah, he really isn't. But um, oh, also right at the end when he kills Piccolo, in the comic they do that really cool. The thing that he coming having hard to the floor, so that he launches himself at him and just punches through his chest. Yeah. But here he just does a beam and for some reason flies forwards. Maybe they're gonna save that because you see the Piccolo that seemed to be dead here was not actually the dead. Yeah, but in, that's because he comes back as a goodie in a cutscene. I know that's really fucking dumb. <laughs> oh, they, well, I mean, not cutscene, post credits. Also, scene. if they're gonna Excuse do me. a post credits, oh, here's a cool sequel tease. It's a bit more interesting than just Piccolo's still alive. <laughs> this is like a year after or two after Iron Man, so mm-hmm. it was definitely the the dawn of the post credit scene. That I mean, mattered. they did exist before that, but but the ones that mattered, the ones that actually pushed you forward, because this one is one that's supposed to push you forward. Right, but they should have done a more. I'm just saying, like they should have done Vegeta's here or Freezer's here, or not just 
Oh, he's not dead. Zool. You want a sequel that's the same fucking film? Here you go. <laughs> yeah, more Piccolo for you, because we got Majin Buu on the way. Why, why isn't he not here? By the way, that's the only Dragon Ball Z arc I've watched. It's like the last one. Okay. That's <laughs> I, I, I haven't even actually got that far in the comics. Oh, that, that's the only one I've watched from start to finish, Majin <laughs> Buu. He's pretty cool. Yeah. Was that... Shimoto Sensei was Boo when they all dressed as Dragon Ball characters. Yeah, we had we had one of our coworkers uh, dress up as Majin Buu. We had a veggie tattoo. Yeah, veggie tattoo. Freezer, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you know it does run rampant, but um, yeah. those look cooler than the characters in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Majin Buu, it looked like he what had a penis on his head all week. Yeah, which kind of that's just how Boo looks. So it's fine. <laughs> I know, but you could roll that in Japan. No one like calls you on it that's kind of fun anyway I will not be doing a Dragon Ball uh, costume anytime soon I might do Krillin this Halloween if we're even freaking going to the office in Halloween <laughs> I don't know you can do better in that you can do better you can do better there's so many you, you, just, you just do Bane this year man Tempted, you go man. full on Bane I mean Thanos but no one here will get it <laughs> it doesn't matter when you're talking like Bane <laughs> There's no good lines in this movie for me to give you, though. No, I know. Okay, there's the one Peter Parker, like, rip-off line, if you want to do that. Always have faith in who you are. Always have faith in who you are. Yeah, that was a little forced, but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and yeah, this movie... I won't have faith in who I was until I put on the mask. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't put on the mask. He had to put on the mask because they put the venom on him, man. Put the venom in yeah, but in the Nolan one, it's not the venom; it's just like painkillers. Which one? Nolan. Oh, in the Nolan one, right? Okay, yeah. No, that's no, the... the line from the Nolan one. Okay, sorry, I was thinking real Bane there. Yeah. I mean, Nolan one can be oh, real you mean Bane Pat too. Robin one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's uh, so many Banes. Um, so Banes are the bane of my existence. <laughs> <laughs> so this this movie never held up. No, Piccolo doesn't hold up against the Bane. <laughs> At least a good one, not the Batman Robin one. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, see, we have nothing to say about this when we start to bring up the other ones we talked about. <laughs> I think tangents are the best bit, anyway. <laughs> There's never anything to say about this movie, though. Um, I do hope, I mean, if someone pulls off, like, a swing live-action Dragon Ball movie, that's fantastic. This isn't it. It's it's almost like this movie would be better if it were actually worse. Like, if they yeah. just really shit the bed. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> then it would be, like, a, like fun totally to- fun to watch, you know? But it's just... It's like it's like they didn't try. I'm not. No, I I'm don't not, think that's exactly the case. I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if if you are not angry, just disappointed with us. Uh, where can you contact us and be disappointed? You can find us on Twitter at mlsfspod. We're also on Facebook. Just search for Matt and Luke Sci-Fi Sanctuary. We're on YouTube. We're on all your podcasting apps. So however you're listening to this, go and give us a five star rating or whatever. And what if what if what if it's like Dragon Ball that I'm not angry about, I'm just disappointed. It's Pokemon. Okay, well, if you're disappointed by Pokemon, then come and shout at me at my other podcast, Luke Loves Pokemon. Find that on Twitter at Luke Loves PKMN. Um, it's also on your podcasting apps and shit. And, uh, and what if, if what, what if, if you're if you what if, to no, 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 what if, what if disappointing you're... sex? <laughs> <laughs> what if you're not angry? You just want to have disappointment sex. Where would you get? You're not angry at the music. You. <laughs> Podcast. You just want to have disappointment sex listening to the music that you heard in this podcast. Uh, you can find Matt's music at rovingstagemedia.bandcamp.com. It's like we were like alternately like trying to lead in with the worst thing possible. and We both kind of had the same joke, though. 
<laughs> yeah, so we'll come up with some more jokes while all of you good sirs and madams listening can get the fuck out of our sci-fi sanctuary. Bye.